0: Hi, this is Steve Nerlich, and this is Implausible Engineering, Episode 8, Time Machines. In a previous episode of Implausible Engineering, we discussed how you could shift yourself into the future by sitting within a very, very fast-moving vehicle so that relativistic time dilation came into effect it's just about you slowing your personal time relative to everyone else's, so that after spending a few hours in your relativistic vehicle, you disembark and find that thousands of years have passed outside. And you can do similar things with gravity. For example, dipping into a black hole's intense gravitational field would slow your personal time down relative to people outside But in none of these situations do you ever jump from one time to another time. Both you and the people you compare yourself with keep on moving through time just like you always did. It's just when you meet up again to compare notes that you discover that you have aged slower than they did over the period that you and them were in different inertial frames of reference. Another aspect of relativistic physics, which raises possibilities for time travel, is space-time curvature. So, if you imagine yourself moving on a space-time manifold, which is kind of like a surface, and let's say that surface is kind of like a sheet of paper, then you could curl that sheet of paper up around into a cylinder. So you'd then progress along that space-time manifold, to a point that sits earlier in your own timeline. And so, voila, time travel. But this is one of those scenarios that can be made to look feasible with computer graphics, but all you're really doing is playing with a two-dimensional representation of four-dimensional space-time. In reality, a space-time manifold isn't really a surface, and it's unlikely you could curve it back on itself anyway. You can curb a spacetime manifold into a gravity well but only up to the point where it reaches an apparent singularity. It makes no sense to think you can somehow curve the manifold further once it's already converged down to a single point. And of course you can generate lots of extraordinary scenarios with Einstein field equation mathematics. But the physical translation of that mathematics requires appealing to phenomena like negative masses and negative energies, whatever the heck they are. And whatever twisting tunnels you might calculate from imaginary wormholes require the existence of white holes, whatever the heck they are. So all this starts looking a bit like smoke and mirrors, or at least highly theoretical speculations It can't be confirmed by anything that looks remotely like evidence. And there's even more cause for doubts. Putting aside the problems of trying to build a time machine, you also have to consider whether there is anywhere that such a machine could take you. There are reasonable grounds to argue that all the energy available in the universe in one instant gets used up in taking that universe through to the next instant. On this basis, how can the past exist as a separate place you can travel to if you live in the only instance that contains the energy required to sustain a universe? And similarly, how can you shift into a future that the energy of the present hasn't been transferred to yet? That said, of course you can travel to the future in the same way that everyone else does. Slowly and steadily instant by freshly generated instant. In any case, putting all the practicalities to one side, jumping into the far future is a dangerous business and travelling back into the past is just plain irresponsible. Going to the far future is dangerous since you'll be exposed to all sorts of new pathogens that everyone else there may be immune to Plus, you'll have no understanding of how to undertake the basic transactions of daily living, and so you will become entirely dependent on the kindness of strangers. Which sometimes works out, and sometimes it doesn't. Going back to the past is irresponsible, not only because you could kill your grandparents, but also because you could take back pathogens that no one has immunity to, meaning you not only kill your grandparents, but a whole bunch of other people's grandparents. And if that isn't enough to put you off, there won't be any internet. Perhaps the most common reason that people obsess about travelling back in time is to fix up something they bollocksed up in their earlier life. But that's fraught with risk, since you may just set up a new course of events that will lead you to bollocksing up something else a common theme of at least 50% of time travel movies. Surely it's better just to use the time you have to learn from past events and so just avoid bollocksing anything up in the first place. Heck, why not get rich and put a whole team of researchers on this? Not only will you be travelling through time like everyone else does, but you will be manipulating the very fabric of time, creating a whole new future by drawing on the experiences of the past. Indeed, lots of people do this every day.